Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be here? Amen. I'm glad to be here as well. For a short while today, I want to share with you on a topic I call types of sheep. Types of sheep. Amen. You know there are different types of sheep. You know that. Last week we shared about, somehow to some extent, different types of shepherds, although we didn't call it that, but different types of shepherds who are, cannot back, who cannot do anything. And um, we talked about the shepherd that the Lord is going to give us, who will feed us with knowledge and understanding. Amen. And I believe today the Lord wants to lead us on. Hallelujah. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. All right. Types of sheep. For a short while, just for a short while, I'm going to share with you on the different types of sheep. Now, as I talk about this topic and as I minister, now I like those outside to be arranged properly and concentrate on the word. Amen. 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 All right. Um, there are different types of sheep. Turn your Bible to John, the book of John, chapter 10. I'm sharing from the same Bible you have. John chapter 10, King James Version or any other version at all, doesn't matter, except Jehovah Witness Version, doesn't matter, any version goes, hallelujah, John chapter 10, hallelujah, Agama please, you know something, all of us here are sheep, say I am a sheep, is it good English, I am a sheep or I am sheeps, okay, I am a sheep, and we are sheeps or sheep. Okay. Sheep, sheeps or sheepsesses, it doesn't matter. We are sheep. We are the sheep of his pasture. Hallelujah. And we have to yield ourselves to him as sheep. Amen. amen. Say amen again. Amen. As soon as we allow ourselves to be his sheep, he leads us. And he takes us on into his own, into his plan for our lives, his plan for our marriages, his plan for our future on this, on this earth, his plan for us in heaven. Bible says he's going to prepare a place for us so that where we are, where he is, there we may be also. Amen. Amen. And the only way that he can get us to that place is by us yielding ourselves to him as sheep. Now, the difference, and there is a difference between a goat and a sheep. Reverend Saki, can you just tell us that before we read the scripture, what is the difference between a goat and a sheep? Does anybody know? Has anybody had goats and sheep before? Or sheep, whichever. A sheep is like, it's always led. What about goats? Pastor Richard, you look like somebody who has some goats or sheep. Do you, do you, do you know what the difference is? Do you, can you guess? Are wilder. The goats are wilder. 
Yes. Well, what do you mean by they're wilder? They do their own things. The goats, the goats do their own thing. They go their own way. Okay. The word you can use there is that they are quite independent. Amen. Goats are independent. Sheep, they move together. And when a sheep is without a shepherd, a sheep is lost. It's the most helpless animal. One time I remember driving my car. I was going fast. I normally drive, I mean, a bit rapidly. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I was driving my car and I came, there was a sheep and this sheep saw me coming. And it looked at me and I drove right up to it. Will you believe it? I had to stop and park the car to ask the sheep to move away from death. To move away from death. Amen. From death. From destruction. I had to ask the sheep to move away. Because they, they are, they, without their shepherd, they are, they are lost. They don't really know what to do. Amen. And God wants us to be like that. It's amazing. That is how he wants us to be. You see, we mustn't be too independent, too wise, too big, too high. Hallelujah. So that is sheep. Now there are seven types of sheep. When you become a sheep, that I want to share with you very quickly. Each one is going to go very fast. And I'm going to share with you seven different types of sheep. Now you must know at the end of this, um, you may be like two or three or four or five <laughs> of the different types of sheep. Amen. Analyze it and then put yourself in the right bracket. Amen. The first type of sheep or sheeps or sheepses is the unknown sheep. The unknown, 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 unknown. The unknown sheep. The sheep which is not known, which is amongst the flocks, but is not known. Hallelujah. John chapter 10 verse 1. It says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep out by name. And he leadeth them. Hallelujah. And it goes on. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name, and he leadeth them. And when he putteth forth his sheep, verse 4, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger they will not follow. Say they know his voice. And a stranger they will not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto him. But they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. And it goes on. Remember that famous scripture, the thief comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy, verse 10. Then verse 11, it says, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling, and not the shepherd, whose own sheep the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leadeth the sheep, and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them. Underline that they catcheth them. The wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. And the hireling fleeth. Because he is an hireling. And he careth not for the sheep. Verse 14. I am the good shepherd. And I know my sheep. And I am known of mine. Amen. That's the verse I want to say. That I am the good shepherd. Thank you Holy Spirit. 
give us understanding. It says, I know my sheep. I know them. And I am known of them. Hallelujah. Now, there are some sheep who are not known in the congregation. Many of you here are not known. Some of you, you are sheep all right. You have submitted, you, you do everything. You fill membership forms. You give first and best. You do everything. But you are not known. Now, if there is a shepherd walking with his sheep, he must know them. Hallelujah. Even though the church may get large or the sheep may get large, the shepherd must know them. You see, and that is why as the, as the shepherd or the shepherd in charge, we have other pastors. Somebody asks, us, what do we do? What do we do all day? Listen to me. Come, if you want to know, come to the office. We will take you through three days. Okay, of the work that we do there. And you will know for yourself from then onwards. Amen. I said amen. amen. Now, we have other pastors, other shepherds. Now, it is my heart's desire. I wish I could. If I could, I would. To know every single one of you. But I, as an individual, cannot. But we have other pastors. And you may not know me, but you may know Pastor Bernard. Hallelujah. And he may know you so that... Because, you see, for instance, if we are going to go out visiting, we are going to look for somebody, or even the Holy Spirit decides today that he's going to remind the shepherds of all the missing sheep. And you don't, they don't know even your name. The Holy Spirit cannot bring to your mind certain names. Because every week, I tell you, the pastor, we have a schedule. Every week, we go visiting from morning till evening, looking for people, visiting people. We may not have come to you yet, but we will surely come. We have to know you first. Now, how do you get known? Bible says that he that wants to have friends must show himself friendly. Yeah, but I have my pastor. He didn't even say hello to me. No. I may not even know that you are a member of the church. How do I know? No, honestly, how do I know? Almost everywhere I go these days, I always meet somebody who says, hello, pastor. I don't know whether you are a lighthouse, shining light, torch light, or traffic light, international <laughs> church. I don't know whether I, when I went to preach somewhere you were there. I don't have any idea. And, and you may be here. And I mean, not because many of you who are here today are here because some other sheep brought you to the church. Said, oh, there's a good shepherd here. Come and let's go and eat. Hallelujah. Oh? Is it not the word? The unknown sheep. Today, are you an unknown sheep? Are you known? Are you an unknown sheep or are you a known sheep? Do we know you? Do we know you? Do we know your name? Do you know that the pastor knows you? If you are, do you know that there are people who can be in church and die in the church and die and nobody will know? How many agree with what I'm saying? It's possible. How sad. I mean, we must know you. And why I'm saying that? Because we want to know you. Amen. At, at the pastors after church often we stay around I mean we don't go we want to know you there are some who come in through the front door and go out and say the same to the front door immediately after church no time get to know somebody even the shepherd may not know you but there's one of the sheep knows you and that sheep may be a responsible sheep who will come and tell the shepherd that uh, uh, but the sheep so and so has gone somewhere amen no, you see, God is telling us something that we are sheep. Everything happens as it happens to sheep. It happens to us in the realm of the spirit. 
And I've been in this business for some time and I, I can see, you can see people and one characteristic of unknown sheep is that after some time they fall out. Amen. And, and, and it's when you are unknown, it's not that you are bad or you are sinful, but we just don't know you and we want to know you. Amen. Make yourself known to the AOFM or your fellowship leader should know you. Amen. And, and if there is any problem, listen, it's our responsibility. We want to come there. We have told you our church office number 6 is 2055. Ring us day and night. Hallelujah. Whatever it is. Look, one time, one sheep that I knew, I knew the sheep was for sliding. Sunday morning before I came here, we were having two services. I got up from my, my house. I told my wife, I'm going somewhere. And I told her where I was going. And I took my car very early in the morning to go and look for that sheep to come to church today. Before church, two of them, two sheep, <laughs> two sheep. <laughs> Hallelujah, two sheep. I was look, I was because my it has been on. I said these people have been missing, and why could I do that? Not that I cannot do it for, but I just know them. Make yourself known. You know, most of the people I know, they are people who have made themselves known to me. Oh yeah, you come and look. There is a particular sister. Um, I remember she, she was in the, she's in the youth ministry or whatever. I remember Sunday after Sunday she would come. I will always forget her name and she will always remind me. Today I know her very well. And I ask of her. She made herself known to me. Yeah, I don't want to forsake on the past time. You know what is in your heart. To the pure, all things are pure. God knows in your heart that you are not after anything but. Yeah, but yeah, I don't like going around people where lots of people are going there. So I rather stay on my own. And I'll go to my house. Go to your house. The unknown sheep. Are you known? Tell me somebody asking, are you known? I don't mean to know no. Are you known? Okay. That's the first type of sheep. He says. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep. Make sure that a pastor in this church knows you. Make that effort. Amen. Or you don't want us to know you. We want to know you. We'll be praying we'll send the angel to come to your house. Amen. When I was in Geneva, I was letting them fill membership, uh, membership from those who come and stand the church. I told them that, fill the phone. Write your name. Write your address. Put your telephone number. We are going to give your address to the angels. Amen. You think we cannot do that? Bible said that angels are, are, are our servants. We are sending them. Every day I send angels. If I strike my foot, I say, the angel is not doing his work. I say, come on, come to work quickly. Because Bible said he gave us angels so that we don't cast our foot against Number one, the unknown sheep. Number two, the straight sheep. The straight sheep. Look at First Peter chapter 2. Straight, straight. Straight, straight. Astray, gone astray. Pray. Even, even if it's not there, I'm creating it. Alright, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 25. Verse 25. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 25. Have you found it? Have you found it now? Okay, verse 25. For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Amen. Say amen again. Amen. Say amen again. Amen. The, the next 
the, the next type of sheep is the sheep who has gone astray. Is a sheep alright? Amen. But the sheep has gone astray. Now the characteristic of a sheep who has gone astray, and I want you to ask yourself today, am I like that? Because you can even be in church and you are slightly, you are going astray. Is somebody, are you listening, listen carefully, who is going his or her own way? Amen. In spite of contrary advice according to the word of God, you are moving in your own pattern. Because I want three sheep. Please come, three of you. Please be my sheep. Please be my sheep. Follow me. Now look at my sheep. Stay, don't, 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 don't be too close. Follow me, sheep. Please, the sheep. Follow. Now these are my sheep. And they are following me. Oops. They are following me. They are following me. Look, I come to the instrument. They follow me. I come on the stage. They are following me. Now, Pastor Jacob, begin to go astray. Follow me. You see? They are following me. Now, he is going his own way. He's going his own way. He's going his own way. Thank you. You may be seated. Put your hands together for the sheep. You can see that a sheep who is going astray is somebody who the Lord is leading clearly from the Bible. From the voice of the pastor, from the voice of the word of God. You see, all that I say must, must line up with this book. If, if it is contrary, if, if anything that anybody ever tells you is not um, corresponding to what is here, please do not accept it. I beg you from me, if I tell you something that is not here, tell me, pastor, with all due respect, I cannot accept or receive or obey or do it. Because it is not in the Bible. But as long as it is in line with the word of God, you must follow it. Now, a sheep who goes astray is somebody who is clearly walking on his or her own way. Amen. Amen. For instance, you want to get married. That's the example I can think about. Maybe Pastor T wants to get married. Or Pastor T maybe wants to divorce. I'll use that example. And you explain to him that Pastor T, divorce is contrary to the word of God. And he says, no, 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 no. I want to divorce. <laughs> and I say, Pastor T, you must not divorce. Because the Bible says that you should stay together with your wife. Unless adultery, there's only one reason why you can divorce in the Bible. That is adultery. Amen. And even that one, you can even forgive and then be together. The forgiveness is good. Hallelujah. But Pastor T says, no. I will go. And we say, no. Then, immediately, you understand, he begins to go in a certain direction. And the shepherd is clearly moving in another direction. He is moving in another direction. And that is somebody who has gone astray. Gone astray. Gone astray. Now, I want to tell you something, dear friend. Whenever we share the word of God with you, and every time the word of God comes, it's relevant for you. Don't say that it's for, it's for somebody. It is all, there's always something in it for you. And when you hear the word of God, never divert it or reflect it or pass it on for somebody else. It means you. When you see something that says that those who do this shall this, it includes you. If you are also doing this, shall that, it will happen to you. Amen. Amen. If it says in the last days, many shall grow cold. You know, many years ago, I came to see sometimes I thought I was special. Hmm. It was a clear error on my part. I thought that because I was preaching and because I was 
I mean, moving even that time I was not even a father. But because I thought that I was very important. So I thought that some of the rules didn't apply to me. And I found out with a very hard way that everything that I preach will happen to me because it's the same rules that I'm, I'm preaching. And if I don't take it, it will happen to me in a very hard way. And I really feel it. That's why the Bible says, don't, don't, not, not, don't be many teachers. Don't be forcing yourself to be a minister when you are not, you are not a minister. I thought that, oh, God will protect me. Look at Jimmy Swaggart and what, what happened. Do you think that God didn't have it in his interest even to let Jimmy Swaggart die before this disgrace comes out? God could have done it to say, but God said, no, release yourself. You just disgrace you, disgrace yourself, disgrace the body of Christ. God, uh, Jimmy Swaggart was not special, even though he has been used to preach. One day, 500 million people were listening to him. 500 million. How many of us are here? 500 million. Look at the mighty A. Allen. I mean, I, I have a video. I hope one day we can show it to you. We watch, I watched him on video ministering to the sick, paralyzed people in the stretches. You see the nurses and other things there in the auditorium. Nurses with stretches, ambulances. I watched with my eyes as the man took that patient paralyzed from the, what do you call it, down. Paralyzed. was a dying man. He, was, he had been told to die in some days. The person came off that stretcher and was jumping in the church. I saw with my this man, he died a drunkard. He died a drunkard. He died, he divorced his wife just before he died. He divorced his wife. He died a drunkard. He died alone in a in a motel. Was he special? He wasn't special. Was God applying different rules to him than he was applying for the general church? No. The same thing. If you want to operate this way, what God said, don't ever think that you will be excluded. Never think that you will be special or you will be excluded. No matter what God has used you to do, no matter how dramatically God brought you to his, 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 his church, no matter what God did to get you to, to be saved or to get you to, even, to be a preacher or to do whatever, never think that you will be excluded or you will be special. If God said that those who do this shall grow, and those who don't do this shall not grow, it is going to happen. And if you know that, it will happen to you exactly. Never exclude yourself. I made that mistake once in my life. And, and, and that's why these days, the Bible says, let him that thinketh he stand, take heed lest he falls. Never think that you are okay. As soon as you begin to think that you are okay, you have begun to be not okay. That is the instant where you are not okay. Amen. The strange sheep, the one who is doing his own thing, his own idea, his own way, contrary to the word of God. We say, come to church, come for fellowship. Well, well, I read my Bible on my own, and I, I listen to some cassettes from time to time, and I think that I'm okay with that. You are not okay. Are you, you see, you have excluded yourself. It will happen to you. Bible says that many shall fall away. You are immediately walking on that road. Well, I know he's an unbeliever, but I, I'm, I see, I'm praying for him. And he has a good heart. He has a good heart. And I, I pray that by the grace of God, as things improve, I'm believing that everything will be okay. Are you going to marry him? Yes, praise. Are you going to marry him? Yes, please. Is he an unbeliever? Yes, please. 
Are you still going to marry him? Yes, Prince. Are you special? No, Prince. Then why are you forcing yourself into a case? That one to say yes, Prince. You see, do you know why people do wrong things that are clearly wrong? Because they think it will not happen to them. <laughs> Have you noticed that? They think that it will not happen to them. They think that it's go- there's going to be some exclusion. You are not exclusive. Tell to someone say, you are not exclusive, sir or madam. The stray sheep. Number three, the first type of sheep is what? Are you known? You are known? Yes. Amen. Amen. The second type of sheep is what? Okay, now the third type of sheep is the sick sheep. The sick sheep. Because amongst the flock, there will be some who will be sick and need attention. And when I talk about sick, I mean both spiritually and physically. Turn your Bible to Ezekiel chapter 34. Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 1. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say unto them. Have you found it? Verse 1. Thus saith the Lord of God unto, unto the shepherds. Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherd feed the flocks? Verse 3. You eat the fat. He's talking to the shepherds. You close you the womb because these are the benefits of being a shepherd. Amen. Amen. If you are a shepherd, you eat some of the fat. And you use some of the wool to make some dresses. Isn't it? Isn't it? Those who work at state transport, they get free state transport. They get free ticket to Takrali, free ticket to Kumasi. Am I right? Those who work at the Kolebu, who work at the hospital, they get free. um, Oh, for you and your husband. Don't, Don't say no. You get free some medical attention. Those who work at VRA, you get what? Free electricity. Our church will work there. (laughs) Where else? Where else? Those who work at Ghana Airways. Free. Adana, what do you get? Free tickets. Fly away free of charge. And including the husband, Pastor Eddie, will be enjoying. And up to six children. These are the benefits of working at, at, at Ghana with your husband, your wife, and six children. Free tickets. Hallelujah. Pastor, you must give birth more. <laughs> Amen. Now, the benefits of being a pastor is that you eat the fat and you clothe yourself with the wool. There's also a benefit over there. Amen. So, you, you must not expect the, the shepherds not to eat the wool or to eat the fat when you are getting free medical attention at Kolebu or six tickets at Ghana Airways. Amen. Now we go on. It says, but you feed the flock. Verse 4. The diseased have you not strengthened? That the diseased sheep, sheep, I said sheep, sheep. Neither have you healed that which was sick. So there were some sick ones and there were some diseased ones. Read on. And neither have you bound up that which was broken. Some had broken bones, broken joints. It's all a sickness. Neither have you brought again that which was driven away. This is the stray ones. And neither have you sought that which was lost. The same stray people. But with force and with cruelty have you ruled them. 
Now here the Bible is clearly talking about a category of sheep which are sick. Now how many have been sick before? In the, you've been sick, you've had a sickness before. You need attention. And that is why we have a church office. Hallelujah. To give you attention. That is why we visit you. Amen. To give you attention. Because a time comes, whoever you are listening, there are times that me, I need attention. I need advice. Advice. Hey, I need advice. Amen. I, I, I remember when I was with the pastor, I was, there were times that I, I had a problem. I would go and see, that, those times there were no, church, no churches like we have now. I would go and see a, a brother who was like the leader. And I said, I've got this problem. He said, okay, come to my house and I'll go to his house. I will go to his house. And he would, I'll sit down and he'll ask me, he'll talk to me and I'll tell him. And he will advise me and I'll tell him that this. I said, but if this, then that. And if not this, then this. Amen. And, and, I, and my sickness was removed. Now there are some people who don't want to avail themselves. If you have a problem, you must seek attention. I remember when I was in medical school, we learned it. That one of the uh, sick people, there are certain things that are expected of them. That one day must seek help. Who, who, who is that psychologist? Who, who, doctor? No. Psychologist. One psychologist. The four things that a sick person is supposed to do. One is you are supposed to seek for help. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says in James, is anybody sick? Let him who is sick call for the elders. Often when I go to somebody's house, maybe I just happen to go, the person is sick or whatever. I don't particularly want to pray for them. If you call for me to pray for you, then I will come and I'll pray. I can also pray, of course. But I prefer that you call because it means you have faith. You want us to come and lay hands on you. But other times like we've come and we are coming to force, our, for, force ourselves and our prayers on you. No. Amen. Let him call. There are some of us who need deliverance. You need to come to Friday service to be cast out of devils. <laughs> you know what I mean. Don't you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, don't, don't, don't pretend. You need to be cast out of devils. Amen. You need to be slain four times. Roll over the floor. And be delivered. If that is what it means. That demons in you need to speak out. You need to come to the office and we spend time praying. You know there are people who you, they come and tell us we fast with them. Our stomach we put it down and we fast with them. Over their problem, not our problem, their problems. And this is our job, this is our duty, please. We are responsible people who have resigned from whatever we are doing to give attention to the sheep. The sick sheep. We want to help you. Amen. And if you have a problem, how many, how many know when you have a problem that you have a problem? Hallelujah. Only two people know. If you have a problem, you can know that you have a problem. Tell somebody, say, you know when you have it. Say it again, you know when you have it. Amen. You have a problem in your marriage, solve it. Amen. You have a problem in your marriage, sort it out. Sort it out. And, and some, some of them, yeah, I don't count to them. I don't go to a panel because I know what they will say. They are, they are against me. You have a problem. Because you already you don't want to submit to the word of God. You know what the word of God already. You know, most of the time, have you noticed? Most of the time when you have a problem, you know the solution. 
And you know what actually the word is. When you come, we read the, what you know. Yes. And in marriage, people, they know what to do. It's just that when the pastor says it's like there's more authority. Okay, you come. We will say it so that it happens. Hallelujah. The sick sheep. I want to tell you, listen, you know our office. You know our telephone number. You are in the church. You are sheep. You have a problem. Whatever. That is what we are here for. Come. Amen. Tell to somebody, say go. Say go there. When you are sick, call for them. Call for them. Call for them. Hallelujah. The first type of sheep is what? Number two is what? Number three is what? The sick sheep. Number four is the cup the captured sheep or the captive sheep, whichever one is better English. Alright, turn your Bible to um, John again, chapter 10, back to John. We're just talking about the bad ones first and then we move on to better ones. Amen. John, have you found it? Now, John chapter 10. And I'm going to show you the character of somebody who has been captured by the devil. Hallelujah. Verse 12. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep, and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them. Everybody say, the wolf catcheth them. The wolf catches or catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. He is coming to eat one. Now there are some sheep who are actually in the mouth of the wolf like that. They are beating the mouth. I don't want to buy the microphone because there may be a lot of gems in it by now. Now there, there are sheep who are actually inside the mouth of the wolf. No, do you understand what I'm saying? At the back there, at the back there, do you understand what I'm saying? At the back there, are you carrying the middle, the middle there? Those of you who are looking outside the window, listen to me. There are some of you who are inside the mouth of the wolf. The wolf is who? The devil. And he's taking you where you want to go. Now the characteristic of such a person or such people is that they do not want, they do not want you. When you go to see them, they don't want to see you. And the Bible says in 1 Timothy, it says that in meekness, instructing those who oppose themselves. Because actually you are opposing yourself. If God peradventure may grant them, let's read it, 1 Timothy, turn your Bible, 2 Timothy chapter 2. I want you to see that. Yes, sir. I want you to see, look inside your Bible. Verse 25, 2 Timothy chapter 2, it says in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will hallelujah notice he says that they have been taken captive by the devil now I have been to visit people I remember one time I went to visit somebody at Dansoman a Christian sister I went with a brother and when I got to the door, I said, I knocked on the door and I said, oh, we've come. That time I did not even know that woman. I've come from far away. I knocked on the door. I said, we want to see you. She said, I'm busy. Lieutenant, do you understand what I'm saying? I, I didn't have a car. I took taxi, several taxis because we got lost. We walked, 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 walked. When we got there, I went with a brother. When we got there, I knocked on the door. I said, oh, hello. 
How is it? She stood at us and said, hello, how is it? You know how it is when you talk and the person doesn't say anything? It's, it's, it's different. Oh, it's a long time. Oh, come in. Nothing. She stood at the door. And in fact, she even came up and closed the door. I said, oh, we've come to see you. I said, oh, I'm, I'm busy now. I am busy now. I've come, I've walked all these roads. Through that I don't know where it is. They just, just had a, a big idea. I said, Dansoma, last stop. And I walked there. She didn't, and she did not want to see us. Because she had, she had been taken captive by the enemy at his will. And the Bible says, in meekness, that is, in meekness, such people, you even preach to them, they'll tell you that you are chasing them. Oh yes, it's happened before. And so sometimes, sometimes you have to be careful because you, you show an interest in them, you want to minister to them, they feel that you are all, they, instead, they don't, maybe they don't even feel it, but they'll say it to spite you. They say, oh, he likes me, that's why he comes. And that's why you find out that, I mean, you may not, I don't, I don't, have, any, I don't have any female friends. I do not visit females. If I visit you, I visit you with my pastors or my wife. But I visited people when I go. I remember one time, and you see, these are some of the things that she made. I went to a place at, around Black Caesars, a shop there. Was, was sister daughter was also taken captive by his will. Take, taken captive there. So I went to visit the captured chief. Hallelujah. I said, they are different. They are unknown. Some are straight. Some are sick. Some are captive. I went there. Look, when I went there, they thought they were saying it amongst themselves. But I heard it. They said, your boyfriend has come. I said, why? Down. <laughs> Amen. It's very bad. Your boyfriend has come. Peredoste. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. They, they, they oppose themselves. They, 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 they will leave the church and then they know that they left the church for a wrong reason or even because of some, something that they have been, they've been captured already. They were unknown. They were somewhere there. Then they were captured. And when they are going, they say, oh, I'm going to my Roman. Oh, I'm going to my uh, Presby. Oh, I'm going to my AME. <laughs> Do you know AME? <laughs> you don't know AME? Oh, you find out. I'm going to my this, I'm going to my that. But you see, and when you talk to them, they, they try to rather accuse you. He's captured, he's captured. So God says that for the pastor, this was a pastor, Timothy was writing, but he said that, in meekness, be humble. Amen. So there are some shame and disgrace of the gospel. When you go somewhere and say that you are his boyfriend or he's chasing you or he's interested in you, just humble yourself. Don't let it offend you. Because if we to think about this, and you think, come on, you can get out. You can go to hell if you want to. No, but the Bible says in meekness, humble yourself. Instruct them. Maybe, maybe God will grant them deliverance by the devil who has captured them at his will. Maybe, maybe. AUFM leaders, area fellowship leaders, ministry leaders, whatever you are. People are going astray. Don't just cast them out of your mind. Say that, oh, he, she now she's lost or he now he's lost. In meekness, you go. Hallelujah. Maybe, I would say, if per adventure, God will grant them deliverance. Amen. Amen. All right, we want to move on to the next type of sheep. Number, what, so what's the first type, please? Pardon? The unknown sheep. Number two. The straight sheep. Number three. The sick sheep. Who needs attention, isn't it? Number four. The captured sheep. Number five. The faraway sheep. The faraway sheep. You are around, but you are far. John chapter 10, verse 3. Now, John chapter 10, verse 3 has something very interesting there. 
It says in John chapter 10 verse 3. It says, to him the porter opened Alright? And the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name. And leadeth them out. Hallelujah. This is a sheep who is near enough to hear the voice of his shepherd. Now there are some people who are near but they are far. Because I'll tell you something. In this church we have preached almost every topic. We have preached almost every subject. But some of you are near but you are far. Today you are here tomorrow. No, no, listen. Leave it, leave it, leave it. Today you are here tomorrow you are not there. You are around but you are not around. You are in it but you are far. Like Judas. Judas was always, he was there when it was time for fellowship and so on. He said that he had to go to the bank because he was the treasurer. He had to go to the bank. Jerusalem Barclays International Bank. When it was time, and, and it, it was happening all the time. And so a time came when the actual night that he betrayed Jesus, he said that he had to go and do certain things. And Jesus said, okay, go and do it. He knew. It was, not, it was not a strange behavior. And that is what happened. You see, you are around, but you are not around. You are around today, but you are not around on Tuesday. Or you are around on Tuesday, but you are not around on Sunday. Or you are around, but you are not around for smaller meetings. So it's like you are with us, but you are somehow on the outskirts. You are far off and you are the ones who the, de- the devil sees when he starts to look at the church. When he starts to focus, he says, let me go and destroy Lighthouse. Let me go and scatter them. Let me go and take a uh, hundred of them out of it. He starts to see and the first ones that he sees are those that are on the outskirts. You may be here, but you may be on the outskirts. You may be known even, but you are on the outskirts. Do you understand? You, you may be known, but you are outskirts. You may not be astray, but you are on the outskirts. You are, you are far. And sometimes they are too far to hear all that we have to say. Because we are doing our best. Hallelujah. We are preaching. We are ministering. We are ministering about everything. Now we have started um, a, a family counseling. Three groups of people. Number one, those who are married couples in church. Number two, those who are single and are in church. Maybe you are married. Your husband is somewhere. Your wife is somewhere. Or you are married to an unbeliever who doesn't come or whatever. But you are single. When I single in church. And on number three, single parents, family counseling, we are doing it. You may not even know, you may not even have heard, but we have announced this, we have studied it, we are doing it. Register. Hallelujah. I know somebody on the outskirts, you may be known, but you may not want to join in with these things. I'm speaking the word of God today. I said I'm speaking the word of God today. Amen. Don't exclude yourself. Hey, tell to somebody right now, I sense the spirit of exclusion. Tell to somebody, don't exclude yourself. Amen. Find that spirit of exclusion. Hallelujah. The next, the sixth one, the second to last one, is the hearing sheep. Verse 3, the same verse. It says that they hear my voice. A sheep who hears. Amen. Who hears. You know, in those days, the, the voice of the shepherd will go, Oh! And then the sheep will hear. And then they will come around. That is what it, And the sheep will take his anointing oil and wrap the sheep. Can I have a sheep to wrap? Pastor Ben, come and be a nice white sheep. He will wrap the sheep with oil. Please bend down like a good sheep. He will wrap them, he will wrap them, he will wrap them, he will wrap them with an oil. And because of the oil that he has wrapped them, the flies will stay away from the sheep. The anointing of the Holy Ghost, that will come from your pastor onto your life. It will keep away demons. Sheep, thank you. Please, please, go and sit down. (laughs) It will keep the demons away from your life. Amen. That's a nice pastoral sheep. Very humble, very humble. 
The sheep will call. Oh, they can hear. They hear. You see, some of you don't know when we say, hey, we are doing this. You've not heard it. You've not heard it at all. You are doing something else. We say, hey, you've not heard it at all. You are far. The shepherd shouts, hey, you are part of us, but you are far. Hey. We are fasting. Then we are fasting. You didn't know. Oh, why are you fasting today? Yes, we are fasting today. You visit some people and say, oh, we have, we have, oh, we have a, okay, so can you come this evening? Say, oh, no, we have, oh, you didn't know we had a meeting this evening. We are fasting this week. So you didn't know, oh, no, I didn't know. You are far. We are praying. So and so is getting married. You are far off. You are not, you are not, you are with us, but you are far. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I was talking about the hearing sheep. I, I just went up. But you can hear his voice. You can hear when we say we are doing this. And in 1993, we are expanding. We are building. Amen. How many have heard me preaching about, how many have not heard us talking about building? You've not, you've, not, you've not heard that topic here. We're talking about building. Can I see your hand? Oh, please, be honest. <laughs> please, can I see your hand? Please lift it up. Please lift it up. You see, you are truthful sheep. No. Thank you. All right. We are building in 1993. You must hear me cry. Say that, build. And we move on. Lieutenant must hear, build. And he must build. Begin to build. Pastor Eddie must hear, build, we are moving on. He must build. Dr. Nosh must hear, we are building. Then we move on. Amen. Because the anointing is on the leader for the vision. He has a vision. He said, we are moving, we are building, we are doing this. Then you catch the vision. But you haven't heard. How can you hear? Because you are far. And because you are not hearing. But God wants hearing sheep. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, one, one reason why I fell in love with my wife was because I would visit her. You know, that time she was not part of the, she was not part of our group. And I'll visit her and I'll give her, I'll teach her the way I tell her that 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and 7, you are a new creation. And she'll look at it herself and she'll see it. And then she'll just change. And she, because her mind was totally different. When I saw her mind was somewhere. But she didn't know that I, I wanted, I wanted to, I, I didn't have any intention whatsoever at that time to marry her. In fact, that time I told her that she was too fat. She was too, I, I had no mind like that. I was just ministering. I, I was ministering at so many different places. And she knew it. I was fasting all the time. I had only one shirt and one trousers. <laughs> Somebody is mentioning. You know, I had no I had no They used to watch me. They would be on top of the Spanish department. I'll go to the gardens in the morning. They would come back in the afternoon to continue the land. They'll see me coming alone from the gardens. Very dusty. Very dusty. I went to the gardens in the morning. I'm now coming. They saw that I was serious. And I was ministering to them. And she changed. She just changed. You see, this is what the Lord wants. He wants somebody who hears and just moves. Amen. Not somebody who hears and says, these are five reasons why I can be excluded. You cannot be excluded. You can't. And we shan't exclude you. And God won't exclude you. Amen. Amen. And the last type of sheep is the multiplying sheep. The sheep who is multiplying. Giving birth. Giving birth. Or if I have a sheep and the sheep is not giving birth, I will whip the sheep very seriously. And if after some time the sheep is not giving birth, I will send you to the kebab cellar. No, how many would do Lieutenant, can I ask you a question, an honest question? You are a soldier. If you had a sheep and the sheep was not giving birth, what would you do to the sheep after some time? I'll chop it. You chop it. Reverend Saki, how many sheep do you have? Pastor T has five sheep. How many do I have? I've given my sheep to him. <laughs> I'm not sure, maybe one or two. <laughs> no. Now, we both started with the same number of sheep, but the sheep are in his house. 
So his are increasing and mine are decreasing. <laughs> we started with the same that said, I'm bringing my sheep to your house at Winneba. So we all took the sheep there. Now his are even, he was even killing some and making kebabs. And mine are not giving birth. What should I do? I've even decided I'm going for them to come and make them kebab. Everybody say yes. yes. Hallelujah. Because when you have a sheep who is not giving birth, do you understand? It, because the reason why I took those sheep to Winneba was so that I, I would just go and leave them there. They would be just moving around. Later, and I would say, oh, how many are there? There are about 15. How about three years now? The same two sheep I have. I say, no, 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 no. Something is wrong. <laughs> now, now, you as you sit in the church of God, if you don't become productive and fruitful, hallelujah, not to me per se, as, uh, but to the Lord Jesus Christ, Bible says that the axe is laid at the root of the tree. Every tree that does not bear fruit will be hewed down and put into the fire. God wants you to multiply. I am the sheep. I should give you food. Or you want me, the shepherd, to give birth to sheep. Have you seen it before? You have goats in your house and then your wife gives birth to goats this month. Then the next uh, week she gives birth to some little piglets, 13 piglets. And then the next time some sheep. And then the next time to her actual daughter. No! It's not done multiply tell to somebody say multiply. multiply be a multiplying sheep hold his hand and say multiply, multiply. say we shall multiply, we shall multiply. I, will multiply. I will multiply i will give birth to two and then after that i'll give birth to another one and after that i'll give birth to three more and i'll continue giving birth i will multiply I will bring forth, will bring forth. In, Jesus name. in Jesus name. Just lift your right hand. Everybody lift up your right hand and just commit yourself to God and say, Father, let me be the right type of sheep for 1993. Unknown, no, sir. You'll be known in Jesus name. You'll not be going on your own ideas in your own ways. You will not be somebody who is, who is lost and who is captured. And if you are sick, you will say, Lord, I need help. I'm going to see my shepherd. He will attend to my sickness. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. God has provided that for you. Just pray to him right now. Say, Father, let me be a multiplying sheep. Let me be a sheep who hears the voice of Jesus through my pastor. Who hears the voice of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Lord of Lords through the pastor as they minister. Thank you, Jesus. Multiply, multiply. I sense a spirit of multiplication right now. Shall we stand to our feet as we just close today? Spirit of multiplying. Now I want us, I want us to join our hands. And I'm going to join hands with you. And we are going to ask God for a spirit of multiplication. Somebody give me your hand. Hallelujah. Let's just pray. Bow down your head and let's pray a prayer. We are going to pray and release a spirit of multiplication. The sheep that have not given birth before, they are going to give birth now. You, you are going to give birth in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, Father, every one of us, after our own kinds, our own type, we shall give birth. We shall bring forth. We shall not just be there, eating every day, coming to church and eating. And hearing the word time after time, Sunday after Sunday, week after week. But we shall increase, Father, from today. We shall multiply. We shall give birth 
in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I release an anointing right now to go forth into the midst of the people and bless them right now to become multiplied sheep, people who are multiplied, giving birth after their own kind. From today, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed. We are still in the presence of the Lord. We're just about to close. Master Kebana. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Maybe today you don't know even whether you are part of the sheep. Maybe you don't know whether even you are born again. Maybe when I say born again, you don't even understand it. I want to pray for you. God wants to help you. Today you are like that. You are standing here. When we say born again, you don't understand it. You are not born again or you... You want to know God. If you were to die this afternoon, you don't know whether you go to heaven or hell. I want to pray for you. I just want to pray for you. Wherever you are, whether you are outside, inside, lift up your right hand. I just want to pray for you. Stand where you are. Just lift up your right hand. I want to pray for you. I see your hands. There are some more hands coming up. I just want to just stand where you are and lift up your right hand so I can see. God bless you. There are some more. Maybe your heart is beating. You don't know it's you. When, when your heart is beating like that, it means it's you. God bless you. Lift up those hands. Lift them high. Father, see every hand that is lifted high today in the name of Jesus Christ. I want those of you who have lifted up your hands, just take a step and come to the front here. I want to see you right here. I want to pray for you. Keep your hand up and just come. Just come. You are coming to Jesus right now. God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.